0: Yo, what's up? This is Alchemist, man. Right now you want on Dead End Hip Hop, man. You know what time it is. Dead End Hip Hop <laughs> Dead End Hip Hop Conversations <laughs> Dead End Hip Hop Conversations
1: We're here with Night Wonder
0: To do it. I was like, yo, this would be dope, man. That's For dope. real. Like, you know what I'm saying? I check, like, you know, yeah. I watch it. That's I know, I know yeah. y'all. <laughs> and we actually had a meeting before before the um we got which he's like, yo, we gotta get Alchemist is coming in town. That's we dope, gotta man. try to get with him. Yeah. Like but you got his That's Twitter dope. right? He's like, yeah man, hit him up.
1: I yeah. was tripping
0: when I seen that first one. I was just like, damn, they know this shit? I'm like, damn, man, Atlanta? Yeah. It's like, that's crazy, you know what I mean? It was just crazy, cause it wasn't a lot of shit like that. Like, you know, you go on YouTube and you see a dude in his room doing an interview, it's mm-hmm. like, come on, son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, they, you know what I mean? There's not yeah. a lot of respected shit, man. man. You guys have honest, everybody has their own opinion, and it seems it's honest, man, from the day one. When I first seen this shit, I was like, damn, this is dope. Cause it was like, it was ill to hear a group of people, like when y'all first did the evidence joint, mm-hmm. I was bugging, I was like, wow, this is dope, you know what I mean, to see, you know, you know what I'm saying, just people really having, it, it seemed like you guys really fucking listen to shit, like, what did it, he think of it, what happened? it was dope, I mean, I put a lot of people onto y'all after that, those That's people were song. bugging, like, oh, okay, and then me and hip-hop, because hip-hop, he, he rented a spot, in my in my building in Santa Monica mm-hmm. okay. so we used to you know he was he, he lived in Atlanta too mm-hmm. so then me and him were looking at a bunch of the interviews and stuff and the reviews and we were just starting mm-hmm. peeping regularly you know what I'm saying where he would hit me up you see the new one you see this <laughs> and I was like yeah you know what I mean like he would be laughing he'd be bugging if he knew that I was with y'all right now I gotta hit him and tell him like you know what I'm saying? say hip hop? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, We've been man. trying to get up with him, yeah, man. I, I um, him we talked to him a couple times. A while ago. Yeah. He, he's but good he's keepers. hard to hold down. He's always yeah. busy. He's, he's, he's like the J Electronica of the other show. <laughs> 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 the way Jay Electronica is, that's how he is. But um, on the, you know, just hanging outside, like um, he just floats. It's so if he says we can come to the studio, we can come in like 10 years. Yeah, he <laughs> <he's> <laughs> I love him. That's my brother. Yeah, but you know, it's hard to pin down. Even me, like I can't ever, I never know where he's at. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, like no, like I said, man, you guys are doing some dope shit, you know what I mean? And I, I just, I respect that everybody got their opinion to where I like. I want to see what motherfuckers are going to say. Like when I hit the new album, that I'm <laughs> now, like, uh-huh. All right, yeah. I I got to see everybody's opinion, you know what I mean? Because it's just like when you have some homies who you respect their music opinion, you know yeah. what I mean? Because, yeah, you know, some people are like, yes, man. And then there's some people that you know are going to give you an honest opinion. Man. Right. I, I respect that more personally. Yeah. Like my brother is like that. He's, yo, he... Sometimes I'm like, damn, you don't fuck with me? Like, I (laughs) want (laughs) to... You (laughs) don't like everything I do. No. He's not like a technical dude. He's not about snares or nothing. He's just like, either he likes something or he doesn't. And you know, you gotta have some people around that Mm. you respect their opinion. Like, I don't always agree with them, but I I love to get that opinion. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, when you do music, you kind of got to be confident and know you're doing some shit, but to have people you respect definitely made me change my mind a day after because always at first you're like nah, fuck that. how can I be not? <laughs> right you know what I'm saying right. but I always like like my brother and there's a couple other people who I trust and it'll be like you know what I'm saying where you so like your opinion. brother
1: is he the reason why you might make a beat and be like ah uh, that shit and then you might go back and be like okay I'm gonna make some
0: sweet shit just so my brother. Sure. Okay, he, he had okay. me reconsider shit before it's all, at first I'm always like nah you're bugging you know what I mean mm-hmm. what this is mm-hmm. not crazy but then you know what I mean the <laughs> day after after you get out of your like Cause you gotta be confident when you're working. You know what I mean? Yeah. You gotta at least trust that you what you think is dope. You know what I mean? But usually later on, like him, he's one of the few people out the day after or some. Or I'll give it a thought again. You know what I mean? Just compare what he was saying. Cause you know.
1: So like, like what's kind of the criticism that he gives you? Like
0: what, like what doesn't he like? What does he like? He's just like, I'm around so many technical people mm-hmm. who might not like a song because the bassline is too low or you know the EQ is wrong and he's not that type of person because yeah. he doesn't understand any of the technical part of music okay. so to him something is dope or it's not yeah, not really actually. any any categories he's not really you know and, and we grew up on the west coast so he's more like west coast based it's kind of it when we were young he used to listen to second and none dj quick <laughs> like he yeah. was on that you know okay. me too but like i you know gang star EPMD. pmd that really fucked me up, P-Rock <laughs> and CLS. That's why I ended up moving to New York. Yeah,
1: but I was just about to ask, yeah, The you know, New York New sound York. was
0: like, as a kid, evidence, that's how dilated people's really, when you really listen to it. We were all trying to be like Gangstar, like Babble, the DJ, they rappers, like the whole elements. Mm-hmm. And it was like, on the best day, we could be half of how dope they are. And that's why, like, originally the LA sound was like so Dre heavy, it was like mm-hmm. G-Funk, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And then, Farsight came out and a couple of Alcoholics, and then later on, Dilated came out, and it was like there's kind of like a sound in LA that's almost like East Coast influence, you yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah, we were so heavily, dude, premiere, man, uh, evidence will you tell you, up, man, you I fuck made fuck. fake premiere beats man. <laughs> 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 he used to go, Nah, that's rappers right, are in danger. No, nah, like, and I wouldn't even have the same sample, I would just be so open off of what he was doing, mm-hmm. I would find something similar. And create it. And so when in the beginning, sometimes you don't have a sound. You know what I mean? And, yeah. you're, and you're just kind of searching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're open off of certain people, and like, I didn't have a sound yet, and it was so. It was like fake premiere beats, and, and I had people like him. that was like, nah, nah, it's too much like him. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta, you know. And then when I moved to New York, I became cool with him. So that was weird wow. as shit, because he was like, I can't play him a fucking beat. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like him. This is real bad, you know, and for years, I never even played him beats. I was just cool with him and would go when they were doing um, uh, Moment of Truth album. And I used to be in the studio when they were working, and I used to just be like a fly on the wall. Like, man. deep back in the
1: late 90s and yeah. early 2000s, because that's when I first heard you oh, off sure. on, the, on Murder Music. The Realist with Quidja Rap. That was my first it. time hearing the Alchemist
0: I beat. was yeah, like no, nah, I remember that. Uh-huh. That, that, really, what that was was I had just moved to New York and I was going to NYU. And I came up under Muggs, mm-hmm. like, you know, from mm-hmm. the hooligans. And, yeah. and that yeah, shit yeah. just phased out. Wow. And I just kind of bought an ASR. Mugs saw I was like mm-hmm. hyped to make beats. And, All right, hang out with me. Moved to New York and went to NYU. And Muggs had just started working with Mob Deep on that Soul Assassins 1 album yeah, yeah. through this dude, God bless, Dead Big the Beat, who was a uh, real instrumental on the West Coast. He was like a, a part of uh, Loud Records. Mm-hmm. On the West. And he broke Wu Tang on the West. He broke Mob Deep. He passed away of some, you know, situations, whatever it was years ago, and it was like, it was real sad. But he 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 was working with Muggs at the time. And Muggs was working with Mob Deep. So I moved to New York and Muggs was like, yo, there's these guys down with Mob Deep. I met them when mm-hmm. I was working with them, you know, Tiny and Godfather and Twin, they're the young guys. Yeah, and you're my young homie, and they're they 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 they're young guys. You guys gotta hook up. Cause I was really in New York, like barely knew anyone, you know what I mean? Yeah. So mugs kinda connected us. Mm-hmm. So that's how that started. So we started, you know, they started seeing how I was it and why you just making beats and shit and then uh, they brought me like Doug Music was their song and then they brought it to P and he was like, Yo, I like this and it was just like gradual. I started messing with them. Yeah. I was in New York kind of just dolo making beats and then it just kinda grew because they were real hesitant at first. You know what I mean? It was it was that kinda like I came out of nowhere. Mm. Infamous Mob was like, yo, this guy, you know, you gotta mess with him, mess with him, but it was, like, Pete would be at the studio and ha- not Havoc, and then I'd come back, Havoc would be there, not Pete, and then I had a dat, you know what I mean, I had this one dat, and we were putting beats on dat at the time, and so I was, I would I would play some beats for Pete, and he would stop on this one, yo, I like this beat right here, and it was the realest, and then I would go a couple days later, and Havoc was there, and he wasn't, and he'd be like, go through the dat, Yo, I like this beat right here. They picked the same fucking beat. It's wow, funny. That's uh, crazy. And I was real kind of like paranoid about it because yeah. it was a loop. Like the realest wasn't a lot of production right. fanciness to it. It was yeah, a it was two bar simple. loop, very simple. And I remember when I bought it from the record show up up on 42nd Street, I mm-hmm. found a loop. Like, oh shit. Looped it. It was I envisioned it as an interlude kind of. But they wanted to rap to it. So it was like it was always weird when it came out and everybody loved it because I really didn't get busy, yeah. production wise. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I was always like, Damn. but you know, it, it you know when G-rap G Rap came in and what oh. he did was just G- was nutty. It was yeah, nutty. It was yeah. incredible. It was incredible. I was blown away. Yeah. Man. <coughs> he literally came in and laid that shit. Wrote it in forty-five minutes. and phew.
1: Damn. Damn. So yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> watched him lay it. Yeah, room. yeah. They man. called. He that called first. Was uh, he, he called me? He called me one, called me one night.
0: I was actually working with Freddie Fox the next day mm. on Stock in the Game, or early joint we did. So I was like going to sleep early, I was like on some mm-hmm. shit like had the ASR 10 in the case, I used to carry big ass shit like used to be leaning over like <laughs> 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 it was so heavy it was a joke you know what I mean it was like and uh P called me and was like yo remember that beat you got it was like nine o'clock one I He's like yo come to the studio and he didn't tell me G-Rap was there I knew what beat he was talking about I put the ASR in the, box, the case, the cab and like went to soundtrack and I walked in and, and G-Rap was sitting there and I was like, oh <laughs> shit, <And I>, g <laughs> rapper? good to meet you. And P was like, yo, you know, remember that beat? And I was like, yeah, you know, he was like, where's, he's like, you want to lay that? I was like, yeah, get the engineer in here, let's go. I didn't call my manager, I didn't go, yo, you know, Mob G wants to get it, maybe that shit would have fucked it up. Yeah. You know what uh, I mean? I was on some real, what? Get the engineer, let me lay it. Cool G-Rap is right, right here, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he literally... The beat came up. He was like, it's the one. That's why he went first because he was done quick oh and everybody God. was kind of stuck after he laid. Because
1: <laughs> 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 I know at the same time when you had Keep a Thorough, that that single and We Gonna Make It With kind is kind of, you was still like underground, but you was like you was mainstream at the same time. I was like, this is the most underground, mainstreamest right. producer that I've ever heard. It's like, how, how are you can still work with someone like a jetty gets and the Nas, but right. then you work with Currency. Right. And yeah. just, that's crazy to me.
0: It, it, I always look at it like it, w- it was a blessing, you know what I mean? Because it, it was like a time when a lot of producers were making a name for themselves, like Just. And it was a lot of like peers I felt that we all were competing with each other. And, and it was almost at that edge of the time when before like everybody made beats and computers came in the game and you kind of had to have a machine. Like I remember prior to that like when I was real young like anybody who had an NPC or SP was like an alien like yo he has an SP he's got a machine we gotta get with him like you were just ill if you had a machine so it was like you know I feel like for a lot of producers now like the pool is so much bigger I feel like we got lucky a lot of us by hooking up with great artists and being able to work and make a name as a producer yeah. people can just know who I am. It's crazy. I know kids with beats that are killing my beats, like holy shit. And I'm like how does he break through and make a name now when everybody got beats and you don't really have to have a name for a beat anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can get a hot beat from almost anybody now. I, mean, I meet kids, I'm blown away all the time. Like I meet kids on tour, I'm like Yo, whatever, y'all got some beats. I always listen because you'd be surprised. Europe really, man. You know overseas sometimes the demos, the rhymes because of the language barrier, sometimes. Yeah. but the yeah. beats, yeah. beats are universal, <laughs> right? yeah. kids overseas yeah. are making some shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> so many Dilla babies, man, like <laughs> children has just been aborted. Like, <laughs> yo, he doesn't even know how many kids he has overseas, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, it's ill, but, but um, I feel like we were lucky just coming in the game and able to, to make a name. So when I meet kids like a or other people now, I'm like, Jesus Crazy Christ,
1: piece of like,
0: but not just, yo, his beats yeah. in general are just, yeah. you know, like, I meet dope dudes all the time, so I just want to, like, try to figure out a way that I can help out the same way Muggs or anybody else did, it was like, yo, yeah. you know, because they gave me room and then I had to do what I had to do, but I, I, so I always try that, you know what I mean, like, I meet a lot of new producers and try to get mm-hmm. them in the mix, you know, if I'm working on a project or somebody needs beats, yo. A lot of times they're like, nah, we want, you know, your shit, but I'm yeah. like, trust me, <laughs> A-Rab is going to give you exactly what you want from me, probably better, you know what I mean, or whoever, you know what I mean? They just want
1: that name, though,
0: you know, I get it, you know, here, yeah. cool, but you know, like, I, I, you know, I, I hear kids who are, you know, I feel like that's why I like doing those whole albums now, like currency shit kind of set it off. Prior to that, it was like Return of the Mac, but... Yeah, I, you did a fashion,
1: you did an adult Yeah, and I,
0: once I started doing yeah. the whole albums, it was like, yo... Because even hanging around Premiere and Guru at the time... Like, Premiere would have a beat up for the day, and it might not have been the hottest or the beat he could just sell, but it was like... it crea- Because they knew they were making an album, and they were kind of like on a journey, it was like, alright, this is the topic for the day. Let's knock it out and see where it fits into the whole circle later, yeah. and now after like making singles and beats for people over the years it was like alright there's new dudes who are just as equipped probably if not more than me to do that and maybe that was a stage alright I went through that stage now I'm more inspired to make whole albums because I can get with a rapper like Rock Marshy or somebody who I just think is incredible and go alright we're on an island we're in this crib for two weeks come over every day we're just cooking you know what I mean I'm gonna make something and what we make that day, we're just, just the energy and, and try to create a, they're going to mess with certain beats that they wouldn't have if it was like, I'm just getting one joint from that. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you know what I mean? And yeah. then we can kind of like experiment and try different things. That's why I love working with Ev or P or Action or people who I kind of, we became friends. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we really, it's like, man, if you guys ever come to LA, please come to the lab. You'll see, it's just yeah. fun. Obviously your your resume is fucking ridiculous and I've I've, people like you I've always wondered like how do you craft so many beats like is that all you do all day long because I know you're talking about these stories of people just coming around hanging out and you're chilling you just kind of make beats here and there but to have the resume that you have with all of these dope beats like there's not filler there's not like bullshit beasts, like it's all dope beasts Like, how do you do this? I try to, you know, I live in the studio, like this, the crib, and I hope you guys will come out, you'll see like the crib is connected to the studio. It was right above it, like a little one bedroom. I never even make it there. Like yeah, I usually wow. end up on the couch, <laughs> bump back to work in the morning, and, it, and it, it, that's why we call it like a camp, because it's like, it's it's kind of like uh, therapy. It's like, mm. man, like, if I don't stay on it every day, but I do go in sp- through like spurts. Like, sometimes I'll just be like, all right, boom, I'm making a beat. I'll make another, make another, make another. Like, Oh No's like that. Oh No is speed beat maker. Like, he <laughs> comes over and plays 30 beats that he made this week. Yeah, 30 beats. And not, like I said, not filler, like really dope shit. So, with dudes like that coming over and Evan and all these other people, I'm like, I, I just feel like it's competition. Yeah, natively. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's, there's constantly something going on. And, and I always like, um,. Create a new a new idea to trying to challenge myself like doing this gospel project with my man this kid Budgie who's a DJ from London and and um, he he I met him in London he came out to LA and was shopping for records and was like gospel because you you know when I go to Europe all I want is Europe records yeah, so yeah, I yeah, kind of yeah. like scoured through a lot of the soul and rock from America and he came here and was like gospel because he can't really find a lot of that stuff and a lot of gospel huh. records are like you know. Live recording, 500 copies made, it's like, you know, I mean now you're hitting, a lot of people are hitting it, but over the years I never really tapped into gospel. So lately I did a little project with him and it gave me some parameters to work with him. So then I was off on a mission for weeks, gospel, hunting, like that was all I was buying for like a month. And it was like, so we we find things to keep us busy and then it's kind of like a way to dig a hole and just kind of make mad beats and then, or, or Jay Rock will come over and play me some new Madlib beats and I'm like, fuck,
1: Damn. Yeah, I gotta, yeah. fuck, I gotta, because <laughs> Madlib beats are
0: like treat, his beat CDs are like albums. Yeah. They're like little treats, like he, <laughs> thing playing and then the beat might play for 30 seconds going to and some other shit. Next, and yep, and yep. It, it fucked me up or then, so he did that a month ago and then I went home and was like, fuck this, I want to make a beat <laughs> CD. You know what I mean? And then I just had, I maybe had 10 or 12 beats lately that I was working on and I didn't bounce them down yet so then I kind of assembled them and made him like a little mini album and gave it a name and was like, all right, and I've been sending out those beats. So they're a more interesting to listen to otherwise, you know what I mean? Like yeah. a little, little expedition where it's yeah, like, it like an is. instrumental album without rock. Like
1: the last year you've been like super, I'm like, you got another project coming? I'm
0: like, damn, like, when <laughs> right. are you taking but a break? Then, but then it was like, I stopped placing beats on albums. Oh, and okay. that's when last year I was like, I had Mac Miller shit. I did a couple of joints for Schoolboy Q's album and, and er, like earl there was certain people i was like like when i did wet wipes i was on a mission to do a beat for cam because i always mm-hmm. fucked with him but we never did anything yeah so i was just kept making beats and sending them to duke to god like i'm when i like really focused on doing something just is the same way too like when, when, when we like yo know, focus on getting one thing done and he does that more than me because i'm more scatterbrained you know what i mean <laughs> Cause he, yeah, like he can really, like when he did the the record for Drake or the record for Ross last year, he, he, like see me, I'll probably give you a bunch of joints and we'll vibe out. Justice is like a scientist, like I got mm. this loop, he'll, you'll hear it, you like it, give me three days, he's fixing it, he's making it, you're in on that beat already, you know what I'm saying? Wow. But he's more really like, it, it, like if Justice wanted to, he can make beat for anybody. I, I believe, you know what I mean? But people will say the same thing about you, because I mean for you to make a project like he said with fashion yeah with Gang Green, too, and then and then go and throw eminem tracks right like that's crazy as shit to yeah. me and you're not crafting these beats specifically for these people it's just that they happen to like this particular right. beat I, it's it's that's been the cool thing about lately working with some of the new artists like danny brown or or doms or Earl or any of these guys it was because it was like at first i was like and maybe I got to fit. Or even currency. Yeah. When I got with him, I didn't know much about his music. and was like, do I got to make something that fits? Do I have to listen to his music and right. cater? You know what I mean? Did and he, 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 Did he um, hit you up about that? He just wanted to work, you know what okay. I mean? But then once we started working, I was a little nervous at first. Because I thought I'd need to really like study his music and make a sound that would Catered fit him. To his sound, Instead, right. I was playing in the latest batch mm-hmm. that I just thought was dope and might fit to his flow or his voice. And he was fucking with it. So then I was like, wow, this is dope. So I don't have to like completely try to recreate something else. I could do what I do and we'll find our sound. Right. And that, that's that been with all like these younger, you know, Mac too or whoever it was like, they kind of were like Schoolboy. Schoolboy and Kendra came over the same day. It was right when Schoolboy got signed. It was the day he got signed and I met them both the same day they came to my lab and Q was like, oh.